everyone, it's Cody. I just wanted to offer a preemptive thank you to those listening and offer a small disclaimer. This is the first time any of us have done podcast recording, so it took us a little time to figure out our audio and our timing. The first couple episodes are rather long, but don't worry, we figured out our lives a bit by episode three, so after that, there are more suitable lengths. And since the four of us work full-time jobs outside of this, we worried about keeping up with the release schedule we would all be happy with, so we batch-recorded the first six months of episodes before we even started releasing. Thanks so much for giving us a listen, and enjoy the episode! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Volfa Focus, uh, episode two, and with me I have my lovely players. Hi, I'm Mars. I'll be playing Rocaine. Got some pronouns? No, not today. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I'm Cody, pronouns she, they. I'm playing our lovely single dad, Leon and Egan, pronouns he, him. I'm Artemis, pronouns they, them. I'm playing the tiefling sorcerer, Zealous. Uh, his pronouns are he, him. And I'm me, pronouns they, them, and I play everybody else in the entire world except for Bob. Yep. Bob is just me in another hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in another hat? You're not wearing a hat right now. <laughs> so, last time. A lot happened. We started with uh, a party Sorry. here in an unexpected situation uh, in an unknown building with an unknown man. Lots of unknowns happening. Um <laughs> Uh, They were eventually, after being vangled a bit, um, told that they were the descendants of great ancestors who had defeated an ancient evil and locked it away. Uh, They were told about the Ikor and how it is destined to corrupt everything it touches, even the best of people. Uh... They were then told, hey, guess what? You're about the only ones who can fight it. Ha ha. Um, (laughs) And couldn't get much more of an explanation because Vokane's favorite person in the world was in danger. Uh, Vokane and the others swiftly transported themselves away and to... Sorry. Away and to Morkota um, to rescue Mariven. Uh, they went there. There was an intense fight. Um, a librarian by the name of Clarissa died a tragic, brutal death. Um, but in the end, Mariven was safe, as was the majority of the civilians inside. Nearly, it was only poor Clarissa that died. Yeah. Uh, and that is where we pick up now with Mariven carefully, probably with some help. I was say, say, Egan would, would, would give him could. a hand down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zealous would also offer, but I think everybody else is. Yeah. Still holding a hand close to his chest um, because it got pretty mauled. That's mm-hmm. when Rokane would probably start tearing off as much of the clean bandaging as he could to wrap up his arm. 
Uh, Can we just get a health potion? Yeah, that's yeah, what. While could... while Rokane's busy fussing with his fucking bandages, Egan pulls out this basic health potion to give to him, going, "I'm okay. You look like you need this more than me." Uh, are you sure? I don't. I'm so. I I mean, this is the nicest way. Who are you? Uh, my name is Egan. Okay. I'm almost as confused as you are. <laughs> okay. So let's work on getting you feeling better, and then we'll explain the best as we can. But here to help with Rokane. Not that we have much more information. Do you want me to roll it or you want to roll it? Uh, you roll it. Just a basic 2d4 plus 2? Yep. Max! He gets 10 HP back! <laughs> <laughs> that was two fours! That That's all his HP. Yay! <laughs> so did he need wrapping? Probably not. Is he getting well, wrapping? Yeah, but like, Still. I, I don't play healing potions as like these magic things that all your wounds instantly heal up. Like he's still like he's not bleeding to death and dying anymore. It's the bleeding stopped and like some of the basic flesh is probably stitched back together. But he's still torn up. Yeah. So yeah, he probably has his bindings off now as no. well as he's wrapping okay, up. Okay, what happened to you? Should you be taking those off? You, yeah, you definitely shouldn't, and you shouldn't be putting them on, it's on me. It's fine. <laughs> As he continues just wrapping up his arm. A lot's happened in the past 24 hours and He's for probably all on of the us. verge of tears as no, well. No, that's, that's fair. And that's no, why Egan's no. just like, yeah, I'll handle some of the conversation while Rokane processes. I don't understand. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my aspects. Oh, Clarissa. Oh, fuck. Just fucking drain. Whatever color he had to begin with already drained. Just uh, drains more. Unfortunately, in trying to protect the children, one of the beasts did get to her. I did what I could, but she died trying to protect children. That, that sounds like Clarissa. Let, let's, let's get you both sitting down as he just like kind of puts one hand on Rokane's back and one hand on Marivin's and like guides them to the closest probably Thanks, the knocked Dad. over table but like picks up the chairs and slowly sets them both down facing oh wait away. yeah facing away <laughs> here take a seat look stare at get a good look burn this into your memory I don't understand why were they here what were they what we haven't been told a lot, but unfortunately, it's because of the three of us. More specifically, him in this case. In this instance. Okay, He's already crying at that point, Rokane. just apologizing as much as he can. I, I don't understand. What did you get into, Vokane? What? Are you okay? Are you... No. He's just sobbing. It's like, I, I okay think... is a subjective term <laughs> at the moment. Um, I think Marevin just brings you into a hug. He hugs back. Egan is going to step away from this little scene briefly to go kind of like lay Carissa, Clarissa down. Like pull her off from the top of the desk and kind of lay her as respectfully as he can behind it for the time being. Keeps mumbling under, well, not under his breath. He's mumbling enough to be heard. Yeah, through his sobs, essentially. Yeah, just because of me, you're in danger. Because of me, Clarissa's dead. And because of me, the city's in danger. This this can't be all. I don't. 
I don't mean to keep saying I don't understand, but I don't understand. I don't know. That's what I was told. Well, that means you're in danger, right? Just nods along. We were told something's back and it wants to mess up the world. Something's back? What does that mean? Ancient evil. Do you, I look like I know? I don't even know who you are! And, okay, I'm zealous! I still don't know! Okay! Hi, I'm zealous. <laughs> nice to meet you. We, we were told ancient evil of some description. Ancestors we're descendants of. It's complicated and we got maybe five minutes of explanation before we had to come you, save you from this um <clears throat> you realize how far-fetched that is i'm like? very well aware yes but that's all i have these beasts are tracking us because of something in our blood and in doing so they are targeting our loved ones I think he's just in shock. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's valid. He's I, just sort of... Rocaine's with, with him. Yeah. But... Once you, if you stay here, you'll get in trouble. I mean, they won't understand what happened, and the creatures there, and you see that they are... Activating. Dissolving. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, oh great. All they'll know is Clovis is dead and we're all bloody. Well, yes. I mean, we had witnesses, you and the other people. People in shock who, two children and a traumatized mother and teenager. They still saw. They still saw, but when you're in shock, your mind plays tricks on you. <sighs> Unfortunately. I mean, Rokane would probably be okay because of who he is, but... Zealous just looks confused at that. I... After calming down, he's starting to think as clearly as he can. I can't just leave yet. Well, you shouldn't stay here. Well, not here, but I need to go home. Okay, where's home? It's wherever their house is. It's at the city center of... Osbrook? Of Osbrook. Just, we're going to have to go to the center of the city. Um, all right. All of you follow me. I will move as quick as possible. I'll stay here. Don't we need to get somebody to take... Someone. To take care of her. Oh, I'm sure someone's on their way after the sounds that it made. If not, I'll go get the constable. Well, yeah. I'm sure the people who fled went to go get the constable. Yes, but should someone stay here to explain to a degree what happened? Again, you two are straight. I, I don't think... I, I can explain... The question is if you want me to tell the truth or if you think it's better for me to just say they were wild animals. How are you going to explain the bodies being gone? They ran away. We didn't kill them. 
we scared him off but didn't kill him. It wouldn't be unlikely. Wild animals, once they are proven that their prey is, you know, you scare them off. Do you often get wild animals in buildings in the city? Not always, but it's not... It happens, I'm sure. They'd be willing willing to listen to that instead of creatures that don't exist. Yes, as far-fetched as it might sound, it's not as far-fetched as void beasts. It, It sounds like you guys have a lot on your plates and getting tied up for hours with a constable who would probably be suspicious of you isn't going to help that. feels we are just leaving honestly it does but he's not wrong Stella's just kind of strive like it he yeah and Egan kind of looks to Rocaine and this these are your people this is your city it's your call what we do Rocaine damn it he's not wrong I'm usually not <laughs> obviously <laughs> Uh, I think he just starts crying. <laughs> just fair. grabs his shoulders and you <laughs> please be safe. You should get that wrapped back up. Especially if you're going home. I can't hide. What am I going to hide it from my parents? No, but you at least don't have to shock them right away with the sight of it. Wraps up as much as he can. With whatever he has left. Yes, Scott. Uh, no, absolutely no, not. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I did have that thought first. And he's like, no, I would not. I would not. Sacrifice your scarf? No. So, yeah, I feel like it's just a, a quick, brief hug again to make sure. As he looks torn, having to leave his friend. We can come back before we head back. Just nods his head before. Is there a back exit to this? I imagine so. It's a library. Yeah. Yeah. They need to have a fire exit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He probably takes the back exit and will most likely take the long way around if it means avoiding the bulk of crazy. All right. So you lead them home to my house as you guys get deeper and deeper into the city. Where the and, rich and people the, Yeah, the ritzier and ritzier part. <laughs> yeah, you more and more uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you guys Egan, go. Egan starts getting uncomfortable as well. Like he deal, he's dealt with some finer people in the merchant guild, but this is this is richy rich. Yeah, this is the capital of Morkota. This is. I doubt either of you have been here no. again. Egan might have been to Morkota. Yeah, but not Osrork. No, I think Zell's gonna be like. Where are we? The capital. Osrork. We're in Osrork? Yeah. You say that like I've been here. I haven't been here before. I don't know you. I don't know where you've been. I'm sorry that was rude. Rocaine, what's your family name, if I may ask? Wrong now. Just mumbles it. I imagine we at least know that name. Yeah, or you would I know, know that, that that's the am- ambassador of, of so, Mokota. So yeah, he kind of mumbles out a Nornell. And Egan just like comes to a complete fucking stop for a second <laughs> as he looks at this kid. 
Yeah, Dallas is also stopping and staring. (laughs) Surprise, I'm important, apparently. Are you joking? She just gives you, like, this, like, does it look like I'm joking? Do we have time to be joking? (laughs) I just have some requests Ah. to put in with my father to make sure that this place stays safe, and then we can leave. All right. Do we have to meet your father? Do you want us to wait outside when you go in? I don't know. Yeah, both of you just, are we about to meet a fucking ambassador? We've never met an ambassador. (laughs) Now he's thinking, I'm not wearing a shirt. (laughs) You have one, though. You can get dressed. (laughs) Yeah, you can put a shirt on, you harlot. He's been busy walking after them and trying not to get run over looking around at everything. It might be beneficial to have you two with me. All right. If you think that's best. That's for personal reasons. Now Zealous is pulling out the shirt and putting on the shirt as he walks. Let me make myself presentable real quick. Hold on. In his mind, he's thinking, if I have people to back me up, my father can't convince me to stay. Or yell at me to stay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like, again, Egan's following Rokane's lead at this point. One, because this is his family, this is his people, and and now he knows Rokane's important. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so you approach... uh, your home, this beautiful, multi-storied home um, that looks, like, historic, but not in that run-down way, like, in that, like, painfully preserved and fancy way, oh. you know? Um, yeah, Egan's kind of tugging at his armor and is hyper-aware of how bloody his clothes are <laughs> underneath the armor. <laughs> uh, um, uh, real Press the digitation. Press the digitation. Oh, th- thank you. We all get clean. <laughs> like, Jealous was really that dirty, but okay. It's, it's no, just your, just... like, dried, messy hair gets quaffed properly. <laughs> we all get... The wrinkles in your shirt are ironed out, you know. We're not going to do much for this, as he points to his circles around his face. Is there really anything you could do? Probably not. No, okay, not really. okay. Not without some high-level magic, frankly. Um. As he's just pausing at the door of the estate. Like, just (laughs) can't bring himself to open the door. Egan will reach if it's accepted and put, like, a comforting hand on his shoulder. Zealous is just kind of shifting on... Back and forth on his feet uncomfortably. Yeah, Egan's not looking forward to this, but the kid's clearly struggling. (laughs) And dad mode is still active. (laughs) Takes a deep breath. Zealous has no dad mode, but this is... You're asking me? Okay! (laughs) (laughs) And we'll push open the door. And as he walks in, you can see like his whole demeanor shifts. He probably walks with a little bit more importance. Yeah, than stands the shy up a little, little... straighter. Yeah. <laughs> There's like that click, click, click of like high heels, but regular shoes yeah. or whatever he's walking Boot down. Heels, but, yeah. yeah. I think while Zelda's just like looking around at everything, just being like, I feel so out of place. 
And then if you guys start to lag behind, he'll be like, you know, he'll turn around and be like, please keep up. Oh, oh no, Egan is yeah. t- tight on your heels because <laughs> he doesn't want to be left yeah. alone. Immediately, one of your maids uh, comes up. Mr. No- uh, Master Nonellis! Now's not the time. What, uh, something's happened. What? I, I have to. Where is we, father? Uh, he, he went on a trip. Remember, he, he had a trip. Mother? And you do recall that he had a trip um, to to Mus to discuss business. Is mother still here? Uh, th- yeah, yes, yes, I believe, I believe so. She's she's setting up that charity event. All right, and wherever that charity event is in the house, he's, well, he's yeah, heading to where it's she not would going be. on right now. No, oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> Everyone, pay on. attention. <laughs> Preparing it. No, in we the house, we yeah. must call a cleric. Uh, it's fine for now. Master Nonellis! Don't be so rude. He's on a mission. <laughs> he's, he's dealing with a lot. It's, it's all good. Uh, I assume if, you just blow past. No, he'll probably turn to her. And, and you're free to make up a name for this mate if you'd like. I don't know. Um, don't, don't put it all on me, man. <laughs> Marianne. Marianne. <laughs> Uh, just kind of like cups his ha- or her hands and his of just like Miss Marianne, calm down, go about your day. I have stuff I must inform mother about. Uh, you you you're giving her an order, and it's more of like a pleading yeah. look of like you know please just calm, not like a fuck off. Yeah. So she- I can barely handle this right now. Please stop making it a big deal. <laughs> she she sighs, but she she lets it go, and you you go to where you know your mother is setting up a rap on the door before. Come in. Oh. I feel like at this point, this is where Egan like hangs back at the door. Yeah, like, Zealous he's is definitely hanging back. Poor O'Kane, <laughs> but like he's not entering the room fully until told to, basically. Okay, thanks. It's understandable, I get it. But he's like, I'm a plebe compared to this woman. <laughs> I'm an um, extra plebe. <laughs> yeah, O'Kane is royalty. Egan is part of a merchant's guild, like, and like, Zealous is a scrapper. <laughs> <laughs> From a small village, no less. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're just being respectful at this point of the we know we don't belong here. Does she have her back turned to him right now? Yes. Okay, cool. Before you turn around, mother. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't. Just, just one second. Let me explain. I need you to stay calm during this. I have information to share before I have to go. This is probably the most like direct have he's ever been to, to his mother. Go. Um, With that, she probably turned away. Yeah, she she kind of. It's like you were supposed to be on a camping trip for the next three days. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> she she kind of stands up, and your mother. She's a very beautiful high elven woman. Yeah. Mm. Um, long brown hair. That's braided down her back. It like touches like her butt like mm-hmm. that long, um, kind of a tall, thin. Um, turn turns around, uh, sees you two 
first and looks confused and looks at her son. I think Zella's kind of lazy <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and, I don't know what else to do. And, and Egan kind of just like gives like a respectful bow of his head. <laughs> and then, yeah, looks to you and goes, oh, my darling boy. Uh, and she's immediately. Yeah. Coddling. A bit. Yeah. Great. She's just like, I don't. What happened? Uh, is this. Did Kursai did no what? no, well, Kursai might be dead. <gasps> what? Long story short, long story short, we were attacked by something. We're not entirely sure what it was. Somebody saved me. I don't know what happened to Kursai. He's talking relatively fast. Did, was it one of you? Did, are you no. who saved my son? I'll offer you any no. reward. I thought they were going to be like, did you do this to my son? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. We were not there for Rokane's attack. We met soon afterward. I no. got him out of a locked room. What? <laughs> you were in a locked room? Yes, Mother. I don't it's understand. We we need to call I'm your sorry. father back. That's we need to. It's the truth. <laughs> I agree that father should return as soon as possible, but you should know that what attacked me came in and attacked people in the city, and he will turn and kind of motion to you two. These two helped. Some fucking swept the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, helped protect. The Innocents and a few other people. Um, sadly, we did lose one person to the attack. Not informing who, because Mother doesn't need to know that. It's fine. She wouldn't know who the fuck Clarissa is. She's no. not that involved No, in but life. she doesn't need to be like, okay, well, who's Clarissa? Why do you know that? But like, yeah. I don't need her pushing for more details yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if whatever attacked is going to return, but I think the best option now is to increase security as much as possible. Vokane, you can tell me all this later. Right now we have to get you to a cleric. I can't stay. Can't stay? No. You're staying, young man. Look at you. spare the time for a cleric to look at your eye properly. Yes, but you heard what he said. They're after us. I'm, I'm aware. He's turned away from his mother and is talking to them. I, I'm aware, <clears throat> but you still need that taken care of. I'm so- who is after you? You can stay and we'll simply put security on you. And who is this he? I forgot his name already. Caxus. It's Caxus. He's the one that apparently saved me and locked me in a room. (laughs) (laughs) Since we spoke of that. (laughs) There's no need for you to go anywhere. We'll we'll double security. We'll get you a cleric. You're not leaving here, young man. Us being here puts you in danger as well. Because of me, this this city is already in danger. Because of me, somebody died. Two people died. I'm I'm sure you can't take all the blame on yourself. Just awkwardly mm. watching. He can try it, man. But there's only so much it, he can't be like, hey ambassador lady. Um, we gotta go. I'm we're taking your son back to where we all got dragged. Uh, wherever that is. Are we told how the return keys work. 
Yeah, just hold it and think of it. Okay. Must we stay for the cleric? It would probably be best for you to get that t- treated properly, yes. And Zealous and I can be on the lookout just in case. But you should at least get that taken care of properly. Fine. We'll stay for the cleric, but then we're leaving after. You absolutely are not, young man. And she leaves the room to go send for a cleric for you. Steps quickly out of her way. Yeah, they both just like step to the side to let her out the door without any fun. Yeah, she's a woman who strides with purpose. (laughs) Now here's a question for you. I have my leanings of what it might be. But what aspect do you think your family... My idea is duty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page there. Or responsibility. You know, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you guys are alone for a little bit in this massive ballroom. You have a nice house. Thanks. Just looking around. Yeah, he gets kind of looking around too. Like, holy shit! I could never. Th- I never dreamed I would be here. <laughs> yeah, this this ballroom, not even this house. This ballroom alone could probably feed everyone in your town <laughs> <laughs> for a good month. For a good month, feed everyone in your town for, in village for a good year. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in that silence, he just you know. Hey, to get your guys' attention. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. I, is there really anything we can do to at all? You guys helped protect somebody important to me. Although Clarissa died, you guys also saved a lot of people. So again, I sorry I didn't realize she you. was being attacked. That's something people have to come to terms with. We can't protect everyone. We did the best we could with what we had available to us and getting thrust into it with maybe ten minutes notice. I don't even think it was ten minutes. But of course we helped. Okay. I'm glad we could help as many as we did at the very least. And if Caxus is right, hopefully they don't come back and try again. Hopefully. I just, I hope that if the tables turn and you're the ones that need my help, that I can be there like you have. Thank you. And he's kind of just like rubbing his arm, kind of. Yeah. A very awkward like. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine at this point Zealous and Egan have stepped further into the room. Not at least at the door. At <laughs> least Egan has. I can't speak for Zealous, but as Rokane starts his fidgety thing again, yeah. Egan does kind of put another hand on his shoulder. I think Zealous would have followed if Egan went, he would not have initiated going into the room himself. But if Egan no, that's goes, fair. Zealous will go. Uh and I think it doesn't take long at all when an ambassador calls for because your your mother and father are co ambassadors. I think. We, yeah, they work together. Yeah. Um, when an ambassador calls for a cleric, a cleric gets over there. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, so a a man, a um, halfling man, 
comes in. You know him well. Um, he's a cleric. Saurian Lightfoot. Um, Saurian? Yes. S-O-R-I-A-N. Hey, that's how I spelled. I did E-N. Um, of uh, a cleric of of duty, and he he's he's a very no nonsense man, but he's like basically been your family physician, mm-hmm. uh, since you were young. So like, there's a good rapport there. He's just like, Mister Nonellis, if you would sit, please. And takes a seat. Uh, uh, begins unwrapping. Um. Make a make an insight check. Can all of us, or just sure, or just Rogaine? Everyone can. Click stupid. You said insight. Yeah, nineteen. <laughs> a five. I that makes two. sense. Ten. Uh, you see that he does that very doctor thing of oh shit, this is a bad situation, but uh-huh. but that keeps the mask of everything's fine. <laughs> oh yes, Th- this should be nope. No problem at all. I I can do a, a simple. What is that spell name? Um, regeneration. regeneration? Yeah, a, a simple oh. regeneration. Uh, and begins to attempt to do so, and it starts burning. Rocaine. I feel like at first it's just like a oh, it hurts. But it's regrowing a body part. Yeah. That's normal, right? And then as, as his other eye gets wider and wider, as he grabs to clutch his eye, as he starts, he probably falls off of his chair if it starts hurting that much. Yeah, like it is, it almost feels as bad as losing the eye did. Yeah. Not as bad because holy, holy crap. That's a but, lot, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, he immediately stops. He's like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Does the burning stop as soon as he stops yes. casting? Casting? Like, there's some remnants, like, how kind of, like, after something kind of burns you, you feel that, like, phantom flame almost. He's probably bringing his hand back up to where his eye was and looking and pulling back to make sure it's not bleeding again. No. No, blood? No. He's shaking (laughs) because of pain. That should not have happened. Mr. Norellis, what exactly happened to you? I don't. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Uh, I will say, <laughs> though it hasn't regenerated, it has sort of scarred over, scarred over okay. a bit. Like it still looks rough. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it but looks like a. But it looks like you know, like a yeah, like but a, it's a more he- like a month or two healed scar exactly. at this point. Over it happened yesterday. Yeah. yeah. don't know the exact details but from what we've been told it was some kind of corrupted beast corrupted beast uh kind of frowns to himself he's like well then we'll have to go the natural route won't we um sure we're not gonna naturally regrow an eye (laughs) (laughs) no not a starfish Uh, (laughs) but goes uh into his bay kind of takes out gives you some creams and goes Regrowing the eye isn't going to be an option, it seems like, but 
you'll need to maintain and keep that good and eventually the pain will decrease and as will the scarring eventually not be so severe every day put this on and at night put this on <laughs> got his little medicines now that he probably puts into one of his pockets or bag and as usual I'll come back uh, in a month or so and check on your progress of course as he just lies to this person. <laughs> I'll totally be here in a month for that checkup. No problem. I'm assuming mother is here as well, right? Yes. Yeah. And she looked satisfied at your answer, of, of course. Um, she she nods. She she goes out to, to talk to the doctor. Um, but as she's going, she's like, I'll be right back, darling. And then looks at you. And both of you are welcome to stay here for the night. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. And heads on out and you are in the room alone. We're not standing here for the night, are we? No. Okay. Um, I feel like he's going to rip off a piece of paper or something like that. Just scribble a little sorry. I can't. <laughs> and we'll pull out the little gemstone, the return key, and be like, are we ready? Did you want to check in on your friend again before we left? Absolutely, I do, but... Are we going to be able to get back out of here? If your mom is seems pretty insistent that you stay. Okay, you absolutely don't think you're getting... Like, you know some places to sneak out of here, but you know your mom knows those boots. Is there any, like, maid, butler, or something in this room with us at the point? Not at the point, but you could easily just lean out and call one, and your mom wouldn't think to... Okay. Yeah. We're gonna gonna write a bigger note, then. Uh, One for uh, Marivan... One for mother and father. Might take him a couple minutes. That's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but it's gonna be as fast as he can. He's like he's trying to get it done so that mother doesn't. Yeah, she's in deep in. talks with, you know, the cleric who just saw something impossible. Mm-hmm. And after writing those notes, he's going to ask Marianne again. Sure, if she came. <laughs> sure, she'd come. Yeah. And um, be like, here, bring this one to the Black Dragon cafe thing. (laughs) Um, Give it to the store owner. And then this one's for mother. This one's for father. Just give them to him in about an hour. Uh, Very well, Master Norell. Are you okay? Shouldn't you just leave the ones for your parents, like, over on the table? That would be... Don't you think they're going to blame her? <laughs> blame me? <laughs> for, <laughs> for letting him leave? I don't <gasps> leaving? <laughs> Master Donellis, you can't leave. I have to. <laughs> you have to. You have to understand that this is what I have to do. I, I don't think I'm allowed to let you leave, sir. I think you should just leave the letters for your parents on the table. Yeah. Promise me you will bring that one to the Black Dragon. I promise, but again, I don't think I'm allowed to let you leave, sir. And I don't think you have a choice. As he rages in, <laughs> grabs it, and takes on the place that he needs to go. And he just goes, <laughs> Oh! <laughs> Egan and Zealous just kind of <laughs> sure look, and Egan no. takes out his own ship. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zealous is scrambling to get his out. He, like, stuffed <laughs> it yeah. in a pocket. 
talking yeah, or something. Terribly sorry. This is very awkward. We're very sorry. Thank you so much yeah. for your kindness. Yeah, his mother's hyacinth <laughs> is running over now. Where is my son? I don't understand. Mamian, why are you screaming? Stone? A little brevity for our I don't think you have a choice. Peace. It's such an asshole way to do that, but he didn't know what else to do. And they're just abandoning Egan and Zellers for a hot minute while they're like, oh shit, we're going down! Yes, you appear back in the main hall where the stone is. Uh, Caxus is sitting at the table reading a book and looks up. Oh, oh good. You're, you're back. How how I, how I are you? I, I believe we're fine. We made it out as unscathed as could be. I don't be. know what fucking powers you think we have. I didn't get anything. <laughs> Oh, I have. Um, now that you're here, I can I can be a little more exact in 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 what it is. Now that we have time, no nothing. Nobody else is getting attacked. None of our family. I was gonna say first yes. before we go on to that, you need to tell us if those two's families are in danger. They shouldn't be in danger. Couldn't shouldn't no. be. Is there a way to check? I I have a scrying mirror. That should work. I think right. Either way, I need to get word back to my family. As far as my friend is concerned, I'm probably dead. Oh shit, they probably think I'm dead too. Then we can just quickly pop over to your guys' Oh god, Vitalin's gonna tell them I was diving. Oh my god, they're gonna think I drowned. (laughs) 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 The last my best friend knows of me is I was running off to drag those beasts away from the caravan. I... I will provide you with with the pellets to be able to go and visit your families and let them know you're okay before we get started. But I do think it's important, just in case more creatures are attracted to you while you're out, that we know what you can do. Do you have a way to figure that out? Yes, yes. Part part of me as being a guide, I, I I can tap in to to some of what you can do. It, it it see how how did you two handle the fight? Did you feel different? Did you feel I'm now more adept with a dagger than I usually am? I felt pretty useless. Um, felt the same. I know honestly. you didn't. I know you didn't like me asking this before, but will you give me your hands? Just offer his hands, and he takes them and he kind of closes his eyes. And you see around your hands this sort of um, light blue light. Mm-hmm. As he goes, you do you have magic now? I mean, I can make some frost. No, before. you have more magic. Uh, the stone tapped into an ancestral latent magic. Uh, perhaps you can try now. Uh, just concentrate. On. Close your eyes, reach for something inside you, and 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 cast a spell. What kind of advice? It's, it's is always that? been very natural. 
natural for me. I don't. Yours seems like natural magic. I never had anyone to teach me. I don't know how to teach you. That's again very vague. I can't help you. I know nothing of magic. Just. Helpful. <laughs> you have magic. N- know that you have it. Okay. Have you ever meditated? No. Not Close your eyes. Close his eyes slowly. When when I reach for my guide abilities. It's it's a very natural feeling. I close my eyes, I take a breath, and I can feel it filling me. <laughs> I can feel the power just and and if you just focus on on expelling, I'm sure you'll cast the spell even if you don't know what it is. I think Zelda's is standing there with his eyes closed with her hands in cactuses and thinking this is so stupid. What the hell am I really supposed to be doing? This is this is ridiculous. I like <laughs> Artemis, you gotta fucking work with me here, man. That's Just cast the fucking smell, Artemis. Just cast me an image or something, Artemis. Just what now? You have me an image, right? That's silent image. Silent image. That's a yeah, I wasn't thinking he was going to do a level spell, if anything. Was okay, then do a cantrip. Do something. <laughs> Even just your ray of frost, but an actual ray instead of just frosting your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do shocking grasp. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so annoyed. He's like, this is so fucking stupid. I don't get why we're doing that. <laughs> is that a roll to hit? Is that a save? Oh, hold on. I think it's a touch. I have to make a melee spell attack against the target. And I have advantage if the target is wearing armor made of metal. Texas is not. Okay. Funny, you're also holding his hands already. <laughs> yeah, I'll say you get advantage for that. God, I'm still gonna fucking miss. Well, that was a three on the dice. And that was a five on the dice. So I missed because the highest I got was a nine. But you still see the everyone sees the magic. I, explain what it looks like. Uh, so light lightning. Bleh. Shocking grass does lightning damage, but I'm saying all of this magic. It just looks like black energy. It acts like lightning. You know, do the damage as lightning, but it's like black sparks and stuff just shooting around his hands. Yeah, all of you see that. Even you, Zealot, like you feel it go through you. You open your hands. Uh, open, <laughs> open your hands and open your eyes. Yes, you you open your eyes and you're just like, oh shit! <laughs> Pulls my hands well, away. There you go. What the hell was that? Oh, there's no hell. What aspects was that? Magic. You are magic. Oh, okay. Uh, every magic looks different. I'm not exactly sure what that was supposed to be, but you casted it. Good job. Thanks. As he's looking at it, hands hey, from either side. I'm gonna say with disadvantage because it didn't actually go off, so you okay. don't know what the effect is. That is a thirteen in total. 
There's a few it could have been. It doesn't help that it doesn't look normal. Yeah. 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 So, like, it, it's really hard to tell. Could I tell at least that it was, like, a lightning base? Like no, again, it was... Thunder. No, because it doesn't look like that. No? It's that okay. black energy. It might move, like you would imagine, lightning, lightning and stuff okay. to move, but it's It did black. look like black at lightning, almost. Yeah, basically. So, like, maybe you could tell it had lightning energy, but it was different than a normal... Mm-hmm. Um... And then he goes, um, you're, you, um, if, if either of you, you, you said you felt you had more skills with a blade. That's yes. probably where yours manifested. And, um, he can just kind of shrugs, <laughs> kind of takes Vocane's hand. And goes, I mean, you, you did manage to kill all of those ink blots. You also seem to have more skill with weapons. Sure. You, you did also go through quite a bit of trauma recently. What is that noise you're making? Ah. I mean, you did manage to shove your sword into that big one's mouth and stop it from biting me. That's, that takes some pretty good skills. Yeah, that's where I was aiming. Totally. <laughs> um, it was just luck. In the meantime, I was still trying to, so I can help guide you better, know who your ancestor was. If if before you leave to to check on your individual families, you could you could step on the stone. Once again, each of you just just to see. All right. Um, he can kind of glances around. If no one else is volunteering, he'll step up on it. Okay. Uh, what are your stones right now? Hold on, let me dump them out and see. I've got five blue one, or five white ones and one black one. All right. Well, give me three of those. Oops. Two or three white ones have been turned in. You feel an energy surge through you. You feel. Once again, like an, a power co- coming through you, and you, for a moment, you have a feeling that isn't your own, where you like a f- uh, an emotion of like enjoying uh, the heat of battle, of uh, liking the idea of of glory and and things like that, and. You almost feel like you're on fire, but instead of feeling uncomfortable by it, it feels natural. And you are now resistant to fire damage. Cool. Cool. And I didn't even have to play a tiefling. (laughs) (laughs) What does it look like watching Egan stand on this stone? Watching Egan, specifically Egan, stand on this stone, you see the gems start to flicker. Like, light up, and the wounds glow with a bright red. And, um, one of the gems in particular begins to turn, and Caxus's uh, eyes go wide at that. Um, and then it just stops. Uh, I know, I know who your ancestor is. Oh, um, from just that. 
yes, it um if I'm reading it correctly, there there's there's of course a possibility, um, but each of these gems they represent a different ancestor. Mm-hmm. And the one that moved for you when you stepped on top of it was was Jackson's. Can you spell Jackson's? D R O X E N. Okay. And who is that exactly? Jackson <laughs> um, She um. Uh, of course, I can get you her her book and her journals, but she was a powerful druid. Feel more connected to she, nature. She now? was. She was a leader. Um, the leader of of your ancestors. Uh, she was also a um a red dragonborn. Hmm. Interesting. Obviously, the ancestry has branched off a bit since then. But I did feel warm when I stepped up perhaps not not burning but like I was surrounded by fire without being on fire it was a very strange sensation I'm not sure but a red dragonborn would make sense in that vein I suppose As Rakane fights the urge to info dump all the <laughs> You found my hyperfixation <laughs> But yes, Here, now that we know that I, I can find some more information on her so you could know her better and perhaps know what I might be more capable, capable of. of. Yes. Again, how it manifested in you is different from the gifts you'll get from her. So just because she was a druid doesn't mean it just awakened the most natural path for you, which seemed to be an affinity for your daggers. I suppose. Are druids known for using daggers? Not at all, but I I don't understand. But I guess that was Egan's most potential. It's the only weapon I have any sort of knowledge of using I craft many but I don't use many Zealous would you like to he does work at a forge so yeah. surrounded by fire a lot <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah sure alright we'll wait for Egan to step off and yeah, e- step Egan up there step out of the way and you don't have three of either do you nope so I have two nothing of happens <laughs> He stands there for a moment, just looking at the thing like, well, that was Zealous anti-tech. just keeps getting the short end <laughs> of the fucking stick. <laughs> looking down at the stone and goes, no, that's anticlimactic. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, perhaps next time. When, when, you only just tapped into your magic, perhaps that's why. Uh, okay, I mean, uh, how often do we have to stand on this thing? Often? Oh, okay, fine. Um... What would you like to try? I guess. As he just kind of like taps And his what hands. do you have? I have three blacks and two whites. Give me those three blacks. Granted, one of the blacks is half clear. It's fine. You all watch as Vocaine... You You suddenly feel very safe in this moment. You feel protected, but you also feel like... 
a little bit of like you you suddenly feel this this version of like the world isn't looking out for us right now like destiny the world destiny fucked us over on the cards you know there's only three of us um the the world isn't gonna look out for us here i have to protect me and my own in this moment you feel resolute in that um and i'm not gonna give you the name of this ability you can name it yourself okay i have a name for it but you can name it yourself okay um as a reaction when you are attacked a hardened shell covers you reducing your damage 1d12 plus proficiency bonus your attacker receives a certain kind of damage equal to the damage reduced and i will let you know that when the first time you use that ability it's 1d12 plus your proficiency bonus so basically as a reaction you can choose to roll um and inflict that damage on that you reduce on yourself onto the person who attacked you. All right. And out of curiosity, what does this look like for them? None of the gems light up. Mm-hmm. All of the wounds light up, light up in black. Mm. And Ooh. this energy, it's not like a sinister. It's just kind of shadowy like yours yeah. was. It's not like, oh no, great evil. No, but it's still like it's not like different from Egan. Yeah, weird. Um, and it's more shadowy and ethereal, and it moves around him, and then it just drops. And Caxus looks confused. Like I, I don't. That's that's not in the books. I don't. None of the gems moved. None. I don't. That's comforting. So you don't know which ancestor is. I have no idea. Okay. Do you have any idea what just got imbued upon him? no idea wonderful i mean i'm not even sure what got imbued upon you just that's, that's fair an aspect of of Jackson. it could be a, an ability she had as a dragonborn or an ability she had as a druid but i do at least have all the names of your ancestors for you um there's Jackson. Mm-hmm. then there was azuna spell a Z U N A. There was Hiss. Hiss? Yes, Hiss. I imagine H I S S Hiss. Yes. Okay. There was Austin. A R S T E R N. And there was Lucky. Lucky? Well,. I believe their name was Lucky Knot of the Bearing Glade, but Lucky. Okay. I I didn't give you all their full names. Um, okay. Uh, I've been reading up since you've been gone just on them and their names and what they, their capabilities. Um, hopefully I can get more information for you by the time you come back, but I know you all are eager to check on your families. Yes. Um, so, he gives you each two balls. He's like, those should be good for two locations. Again, the first person, picture where you want to go. Um, and he and he points to one, and then 
uh, he basically points to the ones that are linked. Um, so the first person, there's like one that has like a gold ring around it and one that has a silver. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so the person with the gold ring around it, when they crush it, think where you want to go. The people who were following them crush the gold one, not the silver one, or you'll be going somewhere different. Okay. All right. It's it's best for you to remain together. I think we can all say that for safety. Just mm-hmm. in case anything else attacks, yes. Mm-hmm. I guess the question is where are you going first? I'll feel if you're close to death or anything. It's how I found you when you were being attacked. But otherwise I can't leave unless it's to to save you. Would you protest us checking in on my family first? Oh, uh, no, that's okay. Thank you. Okay. Then we're off to Greenbury. I don't know where that is. (laughs) It's near the coast of Leith on Sarbus. Oh. Oh, okay. Trying to recall his geography (laughs) lesson. (laughs) Jesus, that's across the fucking continent. Good luck. Stay safe. And I think that's a good place to go to break. Yes. And welcome back. So, you all, once again, Egan crushes it first with the intent of going home, I I assume. Yes, he's thinking of Zara, thinking of home. Crushes it Uh, to return. And both of you crush the corresponding one after. Yeah. Probably just like a moment afterwards, though not any mm-hmm. hesitation. Or I say, Rokane probably waits for you to do it too. That way, because like he wasn't. Yeah, he went first last yeah. time, so he doesn't really know how long you have to wait. Exactly. And so it's like, oh, oh, you're crushing it. Okay, me too. Then. Yeah, you poop, and a moment later, he crushes and he poops. Yeah, I follow suit. Uh, yeah. So you are outside. Your home. Or rather, probably your your parents' home, because they were watching Zara and Egan as yeah. you guys... Since me and Drake were both gone. out. Yeah. The good news is, Drake maybe hasn't made it here yet to give the tragic, awful news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the downside is, I can't tell Drake I'm not dead. You can leave a note. I can leave a note and be like, assure him when he gets here that I am fine. <laughs> Cocaine's not wearing any covering now that I think about it. It's fine. It looks better. Yeah, now, it though. looks. It, does. it looks better. But there's now. still a hole. Like he's not keeping his eye closed or anything. It's fine. I don't know if you can really draw your eyelid back all the way without an eye there to help kind of support yeah. it. I think that's half of what helps hold the eyelid up. That would make sense. I don't know though. Granted, I'm I, sure it's like sunken. From, yeah, from yeah. the little I've seen of people without eyes on TikTok that have prosthetic eyes, like it's mostly just bad for your socket to not have that support there, but they can open their eyes without oh, anything I'm not in saying the that socket. They, they can't open their eyes. I just don't know how well you can hold it open without the additional support of resting on an eyeball. I don't know. I, I don't genuinely know. don't know. But either way, your face fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> either way, it looks weird. A healthier fucked up now from oh, healing. Oh, yeah. yeah. A healed fucked up, but a fucked up it's nonetheless. Only hurt a lot to heal. Like. Yeah. No, when Zell's appears in this town, he's like, oh, this is much better. This is this is not nearly it's, as it's, bad. It's a little quieter than yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
so it looks bigger than my village, but that's not hard to do. So, yeah, he just kind of gives a half knock to let them know that someone's there, but lets himself into the house. Uh, yeah, I just, think... Just kind of opens the door going, mother, father. I think Egan and Zara are playing, mm-hmm. like... Probably fucking wrestling. Um, <laughs> sounds about right. Zara's idea, of course. Of course. She has Egan pinned and then looks up... <gasps> Dad, you're home already! Hey, Cub, come here. And he, like, kneels down and opens his arms Rushes to you, big hug. And she's about... 11. 11 now. Okay, I wanted to make sure I had timeline right. Yeah, she's 11. So yeah, he just, like, immediately scoops her up and hugs her really tight for a minute, just (laughs) holding her. It's like, yes, I'm... It's been a strange few days. Where are your grandmother and grandfather? Oh, um, Grandpa's in the forge, mm-hmm. and Grandma's in the kitchen. Grandma! Dad's home already! What do you mean your father's home already? And you, you hear your mother. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of, like, does pause to look at Rokane and Zealous and just kind of nods towards, like, the couch and whatnot. It's like, you two are free to make yourselves at home. Before he starts heading towards the kitchen, still yeah. holding. Egan so. looks confused. He's like, "What? Your father's Where's my fine. dad? Your, your father's fine, Egan. He's just... Why are you home and he's not then? It's a little complicated to explain. I got... Um, <laughs> I got in a touch of trouble and a friend helped me and brought me home. But your father's taking the long way home right now doesn't seem to understand. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't his choice for everything that happened. But it's it's all right. He's all right now. Okay. I mean, this 14-year-old trusts you implicitly. Implicitly. Yeah. So you tell him it's okay. He, he just kind of like reaches a hand to ruffle his hair affectionately before heading <laughs> <laughs> before heading to the kitchen. Zara still being held. Yeah. Does Little Egan go? Yeah, no. Little Egan comes over to you guys. Who are you then? Uh, I'm Zealous. Rokane. Are you Egan's son? No. But your name's Egan too? My dad's his best friend. Ah. He's my <laughs> uncle. Ah, okay. Then I'm guessing the girl is his daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. My oh, best yeah, but- by the by, for everyone listening, uh, uh, Zara is a half Leonin, half Drow little girl. So she's like four foot tall. She's got purple Drow skin and long white hair. But and then she's got little like mutton chops <laughs> and and gold eyes like Egan with sharp little teeth and sharp little nails. So she's she gets mistaken for part tiefling a lot because of her tail, but but she is half Leon and half Drow. She also has a little bit of a red dragonborn in her too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ancient ancient red dragonborn way the fuck back there. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, and for you guys, you see in front of you sort of this uh, darker-skinned little boy. Well, little. He's like 14, 15. Um, Pre, you know, teenager. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fluffy, messy hair. 
just uh, Drake has fluffy hair that is contained and controlled. Lil Egan not- has <laughs> afro. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> it just poof. Um, but he, you know, he's he's a little gangly. Not now, you know, starting to fill out because he's starting to do forge work. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's he's well into that awkward teenage phase. Yeah. His voice is no longer cracking, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just. Well, are you my uncle's friends? Yeah, we just met him, but yeah. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> Guys are weird. Um, back, back Thanks. <laughs> uh, to Egan. To your your mother looks concerned, which is fair. We were what you said it was a month long journey. We were probably two weeks or so into that yeah. at that point. So yeah, no reason for him to be home now. Not to mention it's a month long journey to get there, and then you're there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like she probably didn't expect you back for an- another month, at maybe least, even yeah. yeah, if not two. Yeah, yeah. because most likely you would have stayed up there with Drake mm-hmm. while he was doing whatever construction job he managed to get while he was there yeah so maybe not even two months is when she expected you so she's just like egan what happened why are you home it's a long story mother but he kind of like comes over to her and wraps his free arm around her to give her a bit Um, of a hug should we describe your mother i mean we can she's she's egan's adopted for the record (laughs) see which is something that hasn't been brought up before um, I had forgotten. Yeah, I, I remember, <laughs> but like, nobody else is going to know this unless you guys. I was about to say this human woman much smaller than you, but <laughs> yes, she's she's a human woman that's like five four. She's got pale ivory skin, uh, long graying auburn hair that goes to like her mid back, and she's slender. And and older, she's she's almost seventy at this point. Mm-hmm. But insane, <laughs> yes. But she's a human, <laughs> not an elf. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's smaller and older, and not at all a Leonin because Egan's adopted by two human people. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, you. Uh, she she looks at up at you, and you know she's your mom. Mm-hmm. She can immediately tell just by the way you're hugging her. And I'm wearing armor, which I don't normally wear. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like that's one thing, but like the way you're hugging her concerns her even more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, darling, what's wrong? It's a long story, mother, which I do intend to tell you. But he kind of finally set Zara down and like presses a kiss to the top of her head. Go continue to bother Egan and bother Zealous and Rocaine with him, sweetheart. <laughs> Go on, Cub. <laughs> Thanks. She she kind of looks up. She looks between you. Dads, everything's alright, right? At the moment, yes, darling. Kind of found in that way where kids is like, I know something is up. <laughs> I know you're doing that adult thing where you're not telling me everything, but... But okay. Mm-hmm. And, and she leaves. And then Egan, there's probably a stool or something in the kitchen that he just kind of sits down real heavy on and 
looks at his mom and he's like, unfortunately, I think Drake thinks I'm dead right now, mother. Uh, her, her eyes go no, wide, no. but she doesn't, just, she doesn't coddle just, you. Just kind of ripping the bandaid of, yeah. here's, here's what's going on, ma. <laughs> Why would he think that, darling? When we were packing up. That was this morning, actually, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's nearing the end of the day, yeah. But yeah, that was this fucking morning. This morning when we were packing up camp for the night, these beasts came out of the tree line and they were hunting me what do you there's it's it's again a long story that i don't have all the information for and i will tell you everything that i can that i have so far but unfortunately we won't be able to stay very long i just needed to come check in on you all i I... i'm trying to uh, understand i i i am aware and i know it's a lot to process i'm still processing it honestly but when i realized they were focusing on coming for me i did my best to lead them away from the caravan no one else needed to get hurt if they were hunting me but that sounds very much like you <laughs> but A man by the name of Caxus saved me. Brought me back to... I'm still not sure where he is. We've only seen the inside. I genuinely don't know where it is. But a sort of safe house. There were two other young men. He kind of nods out towards the living room. Zealous and Rocaine, they're here with me now. But they were also there being... They were hunted by their own beasts... I'm about to tell you something that sounds like it's straight out of a fairy tale, Mother, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> well, I've never been anything but open-minded. <laughs> I'm aware. But from what Caxus told us, there's some millennia-old evil reawakening. And we're supposedly descendants of millennia old heroes that locked it away the first time. It sounds absolutely bonkers the more I say it and I am aware of that and I am still half under the impression I'm going to wake up in a few hours and this will all be a terrible dream but (laughs) (laughs) well I believe you because you're my son I appreciate that and this isn't the sort of thing you'd lie about. Well, no, not not the... You're not usually a liar unless it's, Oh no, mother, we forgot your birthday. <laughs> you'd think you'd stop playing that card. It's been five years in a row now. <laughs> you got me the first time. You're not going to get me another time. Fine, this year we'll genuinely not do anything for your birthday and renew that surprise. <laughs> <laughs> she she chuckles and gives you a little pat but then that little slap on the shoulder turns into a squeeze as she like comfortingly mm-hmm. kind of as she does runs a hand through your mane and goes you must be so tired that's that's a word for it are yes. you sure this is true what he's what he's telling you unfortunately yes 
Rocaine, he got particularly injured, and then we were told his loved ones would be being hunted because of it, and when we traveled to... Mother, I met the ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> the ambassador? Our ambassador? Our ambassador. Of Sobos? Yeah, no, of... of Gita of Morkata. Oh! Morkata. More, more there we go. Oh! But we... we One of the ambassadors of... Oh, oh my. I thought even just meeting the ambassador of Sobos. No, uh, no, mother. But we went to Osrock where one of Rokane's dear friends was under attack by very similar beasts and we had to dispatch them and most everyone made it out unscathed in that but he kind of cringes and ah but there were casualties oh god but and I can do things today I wasn't able to do yesterday what sort of things I can dual wield daggers now <laughs> I mean you've always been very good with a dagger not not in the same precision I can use it to fell a deer and skin it but not 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 what was done today stronger now I can do more now it's all very strange it's unbelievable that is certain if I wasn't your mother I know you'd have me committed to a temple with hopes of clearing my insanity I do feel that's what's ahead for you I'm aware but I needed to come make sure all of you were alright and unfortunately, I don't have the means to reassure Drake that I'm all right. The best I could do is ask you all to reassure him when he gets home. Because I'm sure he's on his way back now, instead of continuing on. You will have to explain to Zara why I you're not going to be here. And that a true, like, pained look crosses his face, and he, like, closes his eyes and kind of squeezes them shut for a moment. He's like, I'm aware. And that is... I'm guessing this is going to take more than three months max. More than three months max, yes, mother. I don't know how long it will take. And I don't want to be away from her that long, but they can sense us, apparently. And so Is it dangerous now for you to be here? For the short term, it should be alright, but I'm more worried about leading any of them to you. And Zara, and Father, and Egan. So it truly will be a short visit. I was going to at least get a meal in you. I appreciate that, but we still have to go to Zealous's home and check in on his folks as well. Before we head back. I'll reach out when I can. I don't know how often or how well, but I'll do what I can. I think she just scoots you into that one of those mom hugs that mm -hmm. despite you being so much bigger than you. <laughs> yeah, you... being over a foot taller than her, I still feel so small. <laughs> <laughs> and he just leans into her 
kind of nestles his face under her neck and just hugs her. <laughs> now, your father, your father will think you've gone insane oh, if you tell him. I'm well aware. Is it cruel if I let you fill him in on the details and just tell him I don't know when I'll be home again? <laughs> you know me, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, mother. But I will. Thank you. And he just, like, hugs her real tight again before pulling away and letting out a deep sigh of, I need to go speak with Zara and Negan and hope they're not giving Zealous and Rokay too hard a time. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the uh, l- uh, living room, living room, uh, Zara is challenging you, Zealous, to an arm wrestling contest. Zealous will agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kick your butt. Hey, let's see you try. Contested strength fall against this 11-year-old. I'm going to lose. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Did she nat 20? She 19. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> Zealous got a 7. <laughs> so, I mean, he like, oh, yep, yep, you got me. You got me. <laughs> yeah, and not even in that, like, oh, it's like you really were trying. You weren't I, expecting the strength out of an 11-year-old. <laughs> I think, yes, he was trying, realizing, oh, shit, she's going to beat me, and then just, like, I'm just going to make it, like, doesn't actually beat me, because I didn't give in, but, you know, she thinks that she fought, she beat me. <laughs> I am victorious! Man, what do you do? Do you do lift weights every day? <laughs> Claps in the background. <laughs> I lift the weight of my own awesomeness. <laughs> That's a heavy weight. <laughs> Hi, Dad! Truly Hello. spectacular. Oh. You didn't tell me your daughter could nearly wrench off my arm. She's quite a strong one. Yeah, she is. He's pretending to be like, ah, <laughs> Pretending. Yeah. <laughs> There's a part of him that was like, man, that really did tweak a little bit. Rokane's <laughs> sitting back, just like, you know, enjoying watching the kids. Yeah, and little Egan's probably just glad he's not being the target for a change. Yeah. Egan, Egan, you should do it. You should do it. Okay, do you want to mess on me? Sure. That's a nat one. That no. sounds about right. This is fitting for these two children. <laughs> I got an 11. You fucking not even. Like, he's trying and then boom. Ow! Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You okay? Now zealous. <laughs> what? Now zealous. I, I'm sorry. It's okay. This is probably like the most calm he's looked in a hot minute <laughs> since you've known him. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, ah, I can focus on children being children and the world not ending for a hot minute. Yeah, but Zoe comes over. Since you're home early, I was thinking we could make a cake together and then and then tomorrow Cub. maybe we could... Cub. And he kind of like crouches down in front of her, like hands on her shoulders. I'm not home early because I'm here to stay. You have another job? More or less, unfortunately, yes. Well, how long will that job be? I'm not entirely sure. Zealous just glances over her, okay? Like, mm. Yeah, I'm kind of just like, mm, back to the serious. Can you visit 
between your jobs. Like, sometimes when you have jobs in other towns and you're able to come back and forth sometimes. I don't know how frequently I'll be able to do that, Cub. Right now, it's looking like it's going to be more like one of your mother's jobs. Her face drops immediately, drops. I'm sure. You you don't do those kind of jobs. I know, Cub. And if I could refuse this one, I would. But why can't you? Because unfortunately, I'm one of the very few that's equipped for this job. Well, maybe I can help. All I need you to do, all I need you to do to help me is stay here and keep you and Egan and mother and father safe. Can you do that for me? This is one of those adult things where you give me a job that isn't really a job. You're too smart for your own good, Cub. She just gives you a really big hug because, like, she's old enough that she knows you wouldn't be doing this if there no, wasn't yeah. a, a damn good reason. Like, knows he's telling the truth of, if I could refuse this, I fucking would. Yeah. He just hugs her really tight again. Yeah. Uh, hugs you so tight. Like, she doesn't want to let go, but she does. And you can tell she's putting on a, a mm -hmm. brave face because she doesn't want you to feel bad for something you clearly can't. Mm -hmm. okay. He just kind of brushes her hair out of her face and holds her face between his hands. I'll write. I'll call contact as much as I can. And I'll, you'll visit when you can? I'll visit when I can. For real? For real. You know I don't lie to you, Cub. And I don't make promises I can't keep. Okay. So I'll do my best. Okay. Can you at least stay for dinner? I don't think we have the time right now. We have to go see Zealous's family next. She like she looks annoyed because she's a child. No, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is fair. She's just like, why do you have to go see his why can't he just go see his family alone? And you know mm -hmm. like but like she's also that a child who like knows we have a trust between us. Exactly. And, an and it's like us. that thing of like, she's young enough to have those thoughts, but old enough to know you don't voice it. Mm -hmm. You know? Especially not in front of him. <laughs> 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 if it was just me and her on the room, she's like, but why can't he just go alone? Why do you have to go? <laughs> yeah. So that's the sort of thing. She's at that age where it's like, I'm young enough to have those thoughts instantly and be but, a little resentful. But they don't immediately come out of my face. <laughs> Okay, are you leaving now? I need to go speak with your grandfather. But you're probably not staying very long. And Just gives you another big hug. And Egan, like, holds her really tight. And kind of looks over at Egan and offers an arm out for him to come hug as well. Yeah, he, he comes running in for, for a big hug. And hugs them both real tight. It's like, and Drake's going to be a mess when he gets home, so just let him know that I am just fine. Why is he going to be a mess? We separated in a less than ideal way. He might think I'm hurt right now. 
Okay. But you can let him know that I'm just fine. There's nothing he needs to worry about. And he like presses a kiss to both of their heads and squeezes them one more time. I love you, Cub. I love you too. Be safe. I will. Thank you. Super safe. Super safe. Okay. Just one more big hug. Mm -hmm. Then she sort of straightens up and goes, Come on, Egan, we should go investigate. What what do we investigate? Something, I don't know. And just runs off. And Egan just kind of deflates further than he already was once they run off. Rocaine tries to do what you do of just like a pat pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, she seems like a really cool <clears throat> kid. She's the light of my life. And unfortunately, this is a particularly difficult situation. Her mother's an adventurer, so Oh. Not a consistent contact is unfortunately something she's used to. Oh, yeah. And he kind of drags himself up to his feet. Well, father's in the forge, and I should check in with him. All right. If you way. If you all want to stay here, you're welcome to. Um, uh, no, we can come with you. All right. Do you think they're... He brings his voice down real quiet because he doesn't want others to hear. Mm -hmm. Do you truly think they're going to be safe here? I don't know. Genuinely. Cassia said they were more interested in us, not our families. Yeah, but you saw what they did to mine, and they lived in a big city. Like, the guards could possibly, but kind of looks around like, you know, this isn't a city. No, yeah. yeah, but they also were able to read your could mind? find your people a little more readily. I don't know. There's just... I don't know if there's going to be a lot of people here to protect them if needed. Would it be better to relocate them where you said yourself your family in a big city couldn't be protected Ian the best you could do is go to the local constable mm -hmm. and let them know that <laughs> what void beasts might come out of fucking nowhere yeah I feel like you're on a decent like because this is a small account like the constable makes mm -hmm. it a habit to know everyone about yeah so yep. so Just kind of a, hey, I've heard rumors of more dangers coming about. Yep. Keep your head on a swivel, basically. Constable, if, if, if beasts or animals start coming into town, take it seriously kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. That, that's about the best you could think to offer any protection. And even that is not mm. great, yeah. Mm. But... Again, it's something, yeah. Nah, it just it doesn't sit right right with Rocaine with the fact that like children are in danger. Doesn't sit well with Egan either. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of workaround to get him into the place that we get to go to. 
somewhere to keep them safe. He can't even pull full blood lane. It's like, yeah, Zara's at least direct descendant as well. Does she get a pass? But he's adopted. His parents don't have that. That's why there's got to be a workaround. And then Egan and then Drake and Little Egan definitely don't have that. But yeah, so he kind of shrugs a shoulder and he's like, I can talk to the constable tell him to be a little more alert for strange happenings but that's about the best that can happen at the moment I will I do plan to talk to Caxus about it a little more when we get back see if there's anything we can do any kind of wards or protections we can put in place I mean, he spoke about someone who comes to bring him food. If we could, you know, maybe they could walk there. Perhaps. I'm not sure. He kind of shakes his head and then kind of tries to pat again. <laughs> um, he gives a like appreciative smile at that before leading outside to basically go to the back where the forge is. <laughs> yeah, you go to the back, you can clearly tell it's running, your father's mm -hmm. working. So yeah, as he kind of gets closer, he calls over the din of the forge, going, Father? Uh, takes a bit, but, you know. yeah, Your, your father's a focus man. Like, mm -hmm. he heard you, but, you know, he finishes up his no, yeah, and he probably saw the, like, kind of twitch in his direction of, yes, I heard you, let me finish. And just kind of stands at the edge of the forge, not quite going all the way in to wait for him to get to a stopping point. Stops, turns, looks confused. No, that's fair. Go ahead and, and describe your father. Durant Steelmacher is a, also a human man. He's only a couple inches shorter than Egan, uh, about 70 as well. He's got dark russet brown skin and long shoulder length, but contained graying hair. It still has little bits of the brown it used to be, but he's mostly just gray at this point. And he still ha and he has a full beard that's trimmed into something respectable. That's still mostly gray as well. He is broad, more muscular, because he does still work the forge. He does still make his weapons and his armor to sell. But he's not quite as filled out as he was, you know, in the prime of his life kind of thing. And his skin is kind of rough. And there's littered scars and marks from sparks and whatnot over the years, but he's a stern man and very holds himself very well. Yeah. He he kind of looks at you and he goes, "You're not supposed to be back yet. <laughs> Come here." <laughs> he kind of nods like I'm aware. You're slacking off your work, boy. <laughs> That's not how I raised you. Oh, no, Father, it's a long story, which Mother agreed to fill you in on the finer details. Oh, um, that much means it's a story you don't think I'd like. <laughs> More than one I'm not sure you'd entirely believe. 
but he gives his dad a hug as requested and sighs heavily. It's just, I'm going to be gone for a while, but not on, not on the trip. Drake is probably on his way back with the wagon as we speak, but something. That's a worrying sentence. I'm aware for a myriad of reasons. Half of which you don't even know, Father. But you're free to tell me. <gasps> now we're gonna leave it to your mother? For the most part. <laughs> the finer parts that will have you calling a cleric on me to check my mental state. <laughs> I might already do that. <laughs> wow, our, ours is, this interaction is going quite the same. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, for now, there's there's something I need to handle that I'm not sure how long it will take. So I'm going to be gone for a while. And like I told Zara and Mother both, I'll be in contact as much as I can. But the longer I'm here, the more danger you'll put in. He definitely scowls a bit, not like mad at you. No, just, just annoyed at the situation, yeah. And not being filled in entirely, but like, you're his son, he trusts you, he trusts if you says, say it's dangerous, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I don't like it, but you're a grown-ass man. I don't care for it either. Especially how disappointed Zara was about it when I told her. We'll, we'll be there, Mother. I know you just fight often. Visit as much as you can. I will. I'll send letters at the very least. Send when I can. If I can. He gives you kind of a firm hug. Mm-hmm. I feel like it still makes you feel small, but in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Like your mom makes you feel small because it's like comforting and like all encompassing. Well, your dad... He's a st- like he has a great relationship with you, but it's yeah. like that firm dad hug of like mm-hmm. it makes you feel like a little kid who wants to like be as tough as dad and mm-hmm. stuff again. Oh yeah. Uh, cause I get the and you can tell me if I'm I get the feeling like he's like a one of those men you look at and he's like ah he's a stern gruff distant father figure maybe at first glance but like he's a teddy bear yeah <laughs> he's kind a- of like, yeah. <laughs> He's a very stern and straightforward man, but he's by no means uncaring. Exactly. Like, people who don't know him, like a customer might think, oh, man, what a hard ass, but... But secretly, he's, like, the one... He's the grandpa staying up till midnight building a... a mm-hmm. Absolutely. ...birthday gift for Zara. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's just all solid family relationships yeah. in this. You stuff. have a solid family. I built a rogue without a tragic backstory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tragic current story. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, he's like, I just needed to check in on all of you. Gives you a clap on the back nice and strong he's yeah one that would make rocaine fold if he (laughs) kind of hit (laughs) uh gives a gives a nod and 
I, I feel he's just like a man who like he says what he needs to say and he doesn't say a lot more kind of yeah you know he's a not a soft-spoken man but just a just a uh, when he speaks he has something to say kind of exactly thing, yeah. so and he said what needs to be said he's expressed his worry his dissatisfaction with this but mm-hmm. you know you don't need his blessing no it's a it's a telling not asking exactly so he's he's accepting that and unless you have more to say he's he's getting back to work That's like true. he's shown you in his way he said be safe in his way yeah so yeah he kind of gives a nod and lets his dad get back to work and then glances back at Zealous and Rocaine. Like, I think that's for the most part everything I need. I will take a minute to write a note for Drake myself so he doesn't just have to take Little Egan and Zara's word for it. Or my mother's word. I was still. about to say, wouldn't he believe your your parents at least? And yes, but still hearing it from me directly in a way would probably make him feel better. Yeah, okay. So he kind of leads the way back into the house to write a quick note to Drake of, Hey, I'm not fucking dead. Right. All's as good as it can be. Mom will fill you in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Drake will believe it. Yeah. If anything, he's like, ah, you get to be one of the dudes of the stories we used to read. <laughs> it's like, yeah, not as much fun to actually live that out, bud. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Writes that, kind of gives it to his mom. Like, here's a note for Drake. So, it's to, to, from from the horse's mouth, essentially, when he gets back and bids her another goodbye. And I imagine Zara's scampered off at this point somewhere. She's long gone. Yeah. Drake gets to mourn you for two weeks. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like that. When they get back, he'll be like, are you sure you don't have a fucking sending scroll? Do you have a sending scroll so I can tell my bestie I'm not fucking dead? No? Okay, cool. Taxes is searching. <laughs> I'm going to roll a luck check to see if that's one of the scrolls. He has. Just, just because there's so much old shit in this building. Yeah. Don't worry, Rocaine will help him go through it all eventually. But yeah, so once once that's we'll kind of get it all sorted, squared away. Also checks in, kind of looks at the gear that um, Caxus gave them. It's like if we need anything better, weapon wise, I think I can provide that before we leave. I'm I'm good with my dagger. I have a couple weapons. I don't think I need more. All right. And let's be on our way. I think so, yeah. Do you go to the constable? Is that something you do? Yes, he would go and fill them in. Just kind of a, hey, Ephraim. Sure, Ephraim. <laughs> Ephraim the constable. Um, to just let him know that there have been... One, he's home early because the caravan got attacked by a pack of of wolves acting weird essentially because yeah he'll tell his mom about the ink beasts but telling everyone else is like mm, I'm gonna be called crazy and no one's gonna believe me so just like hey there are some animals that are kind of acting out of sorts be aware rabies is going around yeah <laughs> the water sickness is going around be aware <laughs> 
I just wanted to make sure, just for world events, to make sure to not down that. Ah, Constable's aware. Yeah. Ish. Cody forgot. Egan wouldn't have forgotten. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Zealous. I'm assuming you... I just imagine these things as as stress balls. I think there's honestly a moment where he pauses before he crushes it, thinking of Bourne, his best friend, since he hasn't seen in years. Because, like, this is the first time he'd have a way of actually getting to wherever the hell Bourne has gone. But then it's like, no, gotta go to my family. And then he'll crush it. And Egan will crush his afterward. Same. Um... I'm assuming you, like, come to into, like, your home or your family's home. Probably, yeah, near... We're not doing the white American thing where he doesn't... He lives with his parents because he doesn't have... okay. ...a family of his own. He's not married, which is part of the stress of his mom's always there. (laughs) He should get married! (laughs) So, yeah, you pop up (laughs) in home and it is completely empty. Nobody's home. And, and it's late at night. They should be. Yeah. Like, okay, there was a storm, so maybe. Yeah, I think he's like, Ma? Pops? Nobody's here, Zealous. And that is where we'll end our session. Goodbye, everyone, and remember play, play to your you. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Roll for Focus from Campaign One Ouroboros. This episode was edited by Cody. Transcriptions are by Artemis. Character art is by Miajik, also known as Fiesta TB. She can be found at Linktree slash Miajik. That's M-E-D-E-K-H. You can visit us at RollForFocus.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and TikTok at Roll for Focus. If you want to do more to support us for as little as $1 a month, you can join our Patreon, Roll for Focus Podcast. Get exclusive looks at character sheets, ad-free episodes, early access to episodes, monthly extra content, give fan submissions for names or items, shoutouts at the end of the episodes, and more. Hey everyone, Emery here. We're so thankful to everyone that supports us by even just listening, rating, and sharing our podcast. We wouldn't be able to do this without our audience support. And we're especially grateful to those who go above and beyond and subscribe to our Patreon. Like those that have found enlightenment and know it's best to play to your you. Like Luchi and MN House of Cats. Thank you guys so much. Did somebody say that? No. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. Nobody's here. And that's where we'll end the session. The BBEG walks around the corner. They're all Nobody's gone. Here. I don't know. Second, maybe. second session. Now it's your turn. <laughs>